What's going on, guys? Welcome to the John Papaloni Show. Today, I was going to interview a guest, but life happens, things happen, and things shifted around. So I decided I would come on today and talk to you about sales and marketing. A lot of times people think sales and marketing are the same thing, but in essence, even though it may sound the same or be similar, there are slight differences and, and outcomes and objectives that come with sales versus marketing. So today I'm going to get into that and explain that and go through it. Hopefully uh, you find it educational. If you have questions, I'm always willing to answer it as well. It is episode 48. And uh, yeah, we're going to get right into it. We're live right now on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. So pretty excited right now. And yeah, so we're going to get into it right now. So sales, basically, obviously what a lot of sales is, you know, you have a product, you want to get it out there. And uh, I mean, clearly you're trying to sell your product, sell your business, sell you yourself, whatever it is that you have, where you make money, you're trying to sell it. But marketing is about the message. And that's one of the things that's different between it. Marketing is usually a plan that you come, you, let you devise and you build and it's usually to get your name known. Like once you're like, there's a difference. A sell. I got this bottle of water here. You know, it's uh, any bottle of water. You can sell any bottle of water without a, a no-name brand, a brand. It doesn't matter. It's just a bottle of water. Where what makes the difference between this one and a different one is the company, the name, the brand. And how do you know that? Very, 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 very simple. The name is built. Nestle. It's a very popular brand. How do they get there? Obviously, through uh, through time, they built up that name. You know, through marketing practices. Like marketing could be anything, and marketing is a brand. Is a form of a like a brand is a form of marketing, and everything you have is a form of a brand, right? Logo. It stays the same for a reason because it's part of your brand. That doesn't change. You get known by symbols. Look at the Apple computers. Well, we'll even use that one. You have the Apple right on top of the uh, on top of the laptop. That little thing that glows. It's just an Apple. Nowhere does it say Apple on it. That's an emblem they use. So whenever you see that Apple, you know it's Apple computers, Apple iPhone, you know iWatch, whatever it is. Everybody knows that. That's a consistent brand. Everybody they've built that brand and they've used marketing to do that. It's the constant subliminal messages that build that brand of, and, and it's consistent. Now, when you're marketing, you're trying to build that brand. You're trying to build that consistency. You're trying to become a household name. Where a sales funnel, you have one thing in mind, and that is to take that bottle of water, to take that Apple computer, to take whatever it is and just sell it to get rid of it, get it out of your possession and to somebody else's possession, a trade for money. That is sales. Only objective is sell it, get rid of it, get money for it. That's the objective of a sales funnel. It doesn't matter what the brand is, your focus isn't on that. Or your marketing strategy is about building the brand and having people to want your product and only your product. Stand out from the crowd. So you're marketing for that purpose. Yes, the ultimate objective is to make a sale, but you're building your brand, you're building your name, so as to make the sale of your product and your product only. 
that's pretty much, you know, it's simple what it is. There's different ways you can build that brand, different ways you can build that, you know, to create that demand. Like today, we're in 2021, podcast. You get known through podcasts. Not all the time. I mean, it's hard, it's long, it's consistent, but you can build yourself up over time through that consistency of the podcast. When people sit, listen to your podcast, they pay attention to you, you're building brand, you're building awareness. Yeah, and that's important. That's really like, you know, the whole point of uh, building that. You're trying to educate and build that message. So, yeah, so that's the importance of consistency and importance of building that brand. So, yeah, so then uh, again, a podcast is a form of branding. Um, it's also a way to get your name out there and educate. Uh, what else? You can also use uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn right now. Uh, YouTube. All ways to get your message out. And you get your message out to more and more people and you're creating a brand awareness. You're creating awareness for your product. As well, we have even the traditional print methods as an example. You have direct mail postcards. You have uh, you have brochures that you bring. Like I'm a realtor. So when we go sell a house, we have the uh, feature sheets. So that's form of uh, marketing as well because people come to the house. Not only do they remember the, um, the home that they went to see and they get the information on the home, but it's going to have your logo, your uh, brand on it. So when they go home, even if they're not interested in the house, your logo, it's right on the sheet. Your brand, it's right on the sheet. It's creating memorabilia, right? So when they leave, they remember you. Um, people who are great for branding and marketing are realtors, believe it or not. Like, we're one of the first industries that created the uh, picture on a business card, right? Like, what, what better way to brand yourself? Everyone sees your face on your card. They see your face when you go into local communities. They're going to remember just because of repetition. So you're building your marketing brand that way. Okay, so you've got print media, you got newspaper ads, you got television. The, the thing is that your message and your look are usually the same. That's part of your branding, which is also some of the strategies you use. Now, again, how do you market yourself? On Facebook, you have organic as well as you have paid ads. I mean, in 2021, paid ads are going to be more of the way to go as you get more reach. But you don't have to. You can do organic. You still reach people. That, which is pretty good, if you ask me. So, but you reach more people through paid ads. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money, right? Like, hey, I, I was on a Facebook uh, conversation, like with one of the Facebook reps yesterday. And the magic, magic, magic number for them, from what they told me, is 10 bucks a day for seven days. That seems to get through the, uh, get, you know, get real good results through their algorithms. They, you know, it filters through everything and then you tend to get more targeted. I don't know. That, that's the number they gave me. 10 bucks a day, seven days tends to produce the best results for that budget. Again, that's not very much. 70 bucks. You know what I mean? If you ask me, that's not bad if you're, if you're uh, promoting a product. Great for brand awareness again. So feature sheets. I mean, again, key thing is, Everything has to look consistent. You can't have a blue logo today and a uh, red logo tomorrow. So that's that's one way to get your, uh, you know, again, that's marketing, consistent branding. So that's Facebook. There's, again, Twitter is more of a social, uh, you know, platform where you get to have little uh, 140 character uh, quotes and whatever else you want to put out there. Little subliminal messages that gets out there to a to, instant groups it's like talking like a news chatter 
right? So that's what you talk about your brand. It's a great way to keep customer service in there. Customer service is part of branding, right? You, you talk about, you know, people, uh, let's face it, like you, you go to a restaurant, you have a bad experience. What do people usually do? Not everybody, but sometimes you complain to manager. What if you get home, you got a takeout thing. You're totally, uh, how, what word I'm going to use with those things? Forget it, I'm just going to say it. You're pissed off and you want to get it out there. Sometimes it's common for people to go on Twitter and, and you know say, "Hey, I went to X Y Z, and I didn't get what I asked for, or the whatever food was the chicken was burnt, uh, whatever." Right? That usually gets that out there. You're, you're sending out a message. That's Twitter. I mean, I don't suggest going out there to give out negative messages, but I'm just saying that's a lot of times customer service can be done through Twitter. Like, hey, even for your own brand, people talk, see who's talking about you. Go on Twitter, type in your own company, see what comes up. Take out, see what others are in the industry are doing, you know, through hashtags. Pretty simple. All this, you know, they're working together, right? It's all about keeping connected with customers and potential customers. And it's doing that through online. So I talked about feature sheets. That's a form of print. Television, lots of television commercials. You know, you see Coke, where, you know, Super Bowl ads all part of the process right now again right now even online you're built like what happens you get a website you want to send people to your website you're not just going to type it up on facebook and say hey go to my website right you usually create some form of a funnel you're selling a product just uh, okay i'm going to use real estate because i'm in real estate this is the easiest way to go i got a new listing i want people to see my listing right and i want them to see it somewhere other than just the mls so i'm going to go to facebook i'm going to create my facebook um uh post or ad what I'm going to do is I'm going to link it to my website, but it's not going to go straight to my website. I'm going to use the lead generation feature. So what's going to happen is you're going to see the pictures, a few pictures, a little bit of information. If you're interested, click here. You're going to click on it. You're going to get, it's going to open up and it's going to put up a uh, form to fill in. But the beauty of doing it in Facebook is it pre-fills in the form for you. So you don't have to put it in there. Usually with the information that you registered with Facebook with, and we're assuming that, it's going to be correct. Some of them are fake. It is what it is. And then when they're going to hit submit, it's going to take them to the website. But what, is that, what has that done for me? It has gotten them to the website, but now I have their information. So I know who's looking at the listing. I can see who's interested. I have their information. Let them look at it. I can reach back and say, hey, I noticed you saw my, my listing and you were looking at XYZ, Main Street, whatever, and whatever street, city. What did you think? Is there any questions I can help you? I created contact, right? I, there's a funnel, but my intent to do that is solely to sell the house. So that's a sales funnel, right? Or uh, plenty of opportunity out there, right? It's just knowing the difference. Usually, best way I always describe it, sales is what you're trying to do. Marketing is how you're trying to get people to the buy through your, you know, your product. So you're selling a product, you're marketing to get them to buy the product. One, one of the simplest ways I describe things. Is it complete? No, but I think the general information is there. So yeah, I just told you how to create a sales funnel, a simplistic way through Facebook. You can get into more complicated ways where you get remarketing, retargeting, and stuff like that, but I'm just being simplistic here. So what else? Again, website. Your website's going to be in uniform with your business card. It's going to be in uniform with all your marketing materials. Again, they're not going to all look exactly the same, same design, same everything, but... It's going to be relatively the simple, same colors, same logos, same pictures. What I mean, pictures, if you have your picture of yourself, you're not going to have 10 different versions of that picture. 
I mean, you're trying to keep consistent so when people can relate. When, like Again, it goes back to what I said about Apple. You see that Apple signal on the back of the computer. You know it's Apple. You see the, you know what it is without the word. That's an emblem. People get to know that. So whatever it is, you have your logo. You're not changing it daily. It's consistent through everything you do. Um, radio is another form of, of, of advertising, but it's all part of your strategy. Which ones do you use is based on your marketing plan. And that's that's where I was getting at here. You're going to create a plan, you know, to get your, your name and product out there. So that plan is going to include what? What? Um, thanks, Jason. I saw your comment there. Yeah, consistency is exactly. So you're going to get, um, oh boy, sorry, lost my train of thought there. Excuse me for a second. So yeah, what I, what I was saying is that you're going to come up with a plan and, and an objective. Then what you're going to do is I always say rever reverse engineer it. Figure out what you want, your end results, and where you want to do, and figure out how you're going to get there. And you're going to build your plan through that. What You're going to look at statistics and figure out what's going to give you the best results for the budget you have. And once you figure that out, you can determine what avenues to use, right? Like if you've, obviously, like you're going to take a television ad. And say, say that the television ad is 37 grand. If your total budget is 10 grand, you're obviously not going to do that. So that's not going to work. But there's also avenues that will work. You have to figure out how do you get in front of the most amount of people for your product. You don't want to just get in front of everybody. You want to target it. Because, again, we'll go back into real estate. Average house, 800000 I don't think a 14-year-old is buying a house, especially at 800000 And I don't think somebody just getting out of university is buying an $800,000 house. So obviously, I'm not going to target that age group. I'm not going to target somebody, you know, in university or in high school to buy my product. I'm not, it's going to be of no point. I'm just spending ad dollars on something that'll never bring any form of return whatsoever. So I'm in my plan, I'm going to know who is my demographics, who am I targeting, who am I advertising to? And once I figure out the demographics, what area? You can break it down in the area. If I'm selling a house in Niagara, are you going to get people from Toronto? Possibly. Are you going to get? Are you, are you going to be better off with locals? That's a good possibility too. Also, you got to see what's going on in the uh, in the market. I would say, like right now, a lot of people are leaving Toronto and going west and moving out, so they can get more uh, they can get more bang for their buck selling their Toronto home. Maybe sell it for 1.5, 2 million, buying it out in uh, Niagara, Welland, whatever, spending maybe 800,000 on the home I just gave you an example on. That is happening. Is that the norm on a regular basis? No. But my point is, you know what age group you're after. Now you got to figure out what locations will suit them. You're not going to get somebody from London coming to Niagara on a general. So why would you advertise there? You wouldn't. Right? So you think, where are the majority of the customers coming from? And you, and you advertise in that group. So you got demographics, you got location. So the who's going to buy it, what's going to buy it, the age group. That's a way to break it down. That's how that's part of building your marketing plan, figuring out who you're going to target and what are the avenues that reach them the most. Like we'll take, um, like even look at platforms. We'll take as an example. Right now, Facebook has got older demographics, right? Like a lot of young ones, are young, you know, People like 14-year-old, 15-year-old doesn't want to be on the same platform as the mother. The mothers are generally on Facebook. 
they tend to shy away from this stuff. It doesn't mean that there's none there and they don't have a profile and they're not there. They're just not there frequently. So if you're trying to target someone 45 or 50, hey, Facebook might be good for that. Typically, you won't see the 50-year-old on Snapchat. But if you're selling a product that caters to 18-year-olds, 25-year-olds, might be a good place. So you got to figure out what platforms are catering to your demographics. And that's another way to choose things. Again, podcasts. If you're on a podcast, who listens to podcasts? You might want to you know, sponsor a podcast because if your audience is there. So you got to determine that. That's part of your planning. So once you do all that and you have a consistent message and you, and you have a consistent look, a consistent everything. So consistency is key. Jason was right about that. So if you have a consistent everything, you tend to build something memorable where people remember. That is your message. Memorabilia. Your me remember your product. Remember the person and keep, you know, keep the brand going. And, and of course, you just build on top of that and you just keep, just keep going. You keep building. And then there you go. Eventually, what ends up happening is you're around so much that people know you go looking for you. You're not even trying to sell it now because now they're looking for you, right? In the beginning, it's we're all tempted. Get a product like the bottle of water, trying to sell it. Buy, 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 buy. People don't respond to that anymore, but we get the, in the beginning, we're trying. Now, there are people that do respond. I'm not saying nobody, but it's a smaller percentage. But the point I'm getting at is they don't know you. So then you can't say, I've got my product here. Guys, I'm here. You're going to say, who are you? Right? So you market to them so they begin learning about your product. They begin learning about you, learning what you're offering or what your company is offering. So you're building based on that. So now that you're building that and people get to know you, eventually they look for you. When you think real estate, I'm willing to bet saying, who's your local realtor? I'm willing to bet you're going to have a name or two right off the top, whether you use them or not. Why? Because they've been around so much. They've been promoting so much to you or and, and in your community that they stuck out and the name just stuck in your head, whether you use them or not. And that's a marketing. That's consistent marketing. Now, you know, does that mean you're not going to make any sales if you don't have a marketing plan? No, you will. I mean, right? If if you never make sale, and that was the truth, that you know, if people don't know you and you don't have a, uh, you know, brand built already, you're not making a sale. Well, there'd be a lot of people be out of business before they started. So obviously, you can make a sale without having a brand. But I was just trying to illustrate how much easier it is to get that sale once you build a brand. Again, the difference is, are you searching for a client or is the client searching for you? There's the difference between sales and marketing. That's a major difference. When you're selling something, you're searching for the client. When you have a brand and you're marketing yourself, the client is searching for you. Quite simple, right? It, there it is in a nutshell. So that's a very simplistic version of sales versus marketing on the podcast today. I'm going to cut it to right now. I want to say thank you for watching it out. Uh, tune in to next week. We are, we are going to have a guest. I will post it. Um, I will post it on my uh, social channels and stuff. Thanks for tuning in. This is the John Papaloni Show.